episode 142, Do You Have Grit? Ten questions to decide if you do. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to the Game Changers with Jason Jennings. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. Great to have you along. Great to see you, Jason, as always. Uh, Dale, it's uh, great to be with you in the height of the North or Northern Hemisphere summer. Uh, beautiful weather. You're away in Idaho, I'm guessing, here in Northern California. It's fantastic. It's just a great summer. Absolutely. You know, this is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. It is the Game Changers with Jason Jennings, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestselling author of eight books on leadership, growth, innovation, speed, and reinvention. And today, we're going to dive into a topic that uh, has been crossing your path a lot. And I know we've I've talked about it in the past as well, and that is grit. Uh yeah, and uh, so let me tell you why all of a sudden the subject is looming large. <clears throat> all of my books have been uh, based on things I hear as I'm talking to CEOs, leaders, business owners, executives, and entrepreneurs. And, and when all of a sudden you start to hear this commonality uh, or you're hearing something, uh, a, a worry, a concern more and more often, uh, that's actually how all of my books have come about. Um, so for some reason, during the last couple of weeks, uh, the only time I've ever used the word Grit, uh, was in one of my books, The High Speed Company. I wrote about the fact that the CEO has to be the CGO, the chief grit officer, so that when there's a new project, a new undertaking, they're the ones who have the ability to keep it going. So they've just got to keep their head down and keep it going. And uh, so that's the only time I've ever really used the word grit. Grit doesn't occur in my vocabulary a lot. But, but over the past couple of weeks, I'm hearing about it a lot more as I'm talking to people uh, in, in business. Uh, I'm saying, what's in your mind these days? And um, the word grit has come up. Uh, one one guy that I was interviewing this past week said, uh, where are all the people with grit? There's nobody around with grit anymore. We're not interviewing anybody with grit. And so when I finished the conversation, um, I, I, I could have done it. I could have cheated and just typed the word into a Word document and then look for synonyms. Uh, but I didn't start. The, I eventually did that. But I wanted to sit down and start my own list of, of, of what is grit. And so I got about six or seven words down. And then I thought, okay, now I'll cheat. I mean, so now I'll go to Google and see what all the synonyms are for grit. And I, I, I love these words. Um, Courage, uh, bravery, uh, backbone, spirit, strength of character, moral fiber, steel, nerve, fortitude, toughness, hardiness, resolve, resolution, determination, tenacity, perseverance, endurance, guts, and spunk. I guess those are all pretty good synonyms for grit. And so is there a lack of grit? And so what I'm going to do is I want to ask you 10 questions and then uh, have you give me the answers. And, and by the way, let me tell you where this comes from. Angela Duckworth uh, wrote several years ago, and I've actually seen her speak. She's very compelling. Uh, she wrote a book called Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance, and she's she's very, very good. So are, are, are you game to uh, let me ask you 10 questions? Absolutely. Okay. So. Do new uh, so new ideas and projects sometimes distract me from previous ones? Uh, how, what's your reaction to that? You're asking if I'm a bright, shiny object kind of person. Yeah, I would say sometimes that does happen. Yes. Okay. 
setbacks don't discourage me. I don't give up early, easily. That's absolutely true. I am yeah, I, 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 determination. I'm like a, yeah, I'm a pimple with a bone. All right. I often set a goal, but later choose to pursue a different one. No, when the goal's set, I'm going to make it happen. Okay. I am a hard worker. I'd like to think so. Uh, yeah, you are. Yep. I have difficulty maintaining my focus on projects that take more than a few months to complete. Hmm. Be honest. Say, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking about any long. Well, no, no, because I'm in the midst of a project that's been six months. So I have okay. dogged determination to get it, get it through. All right, I finish whatever I begin. Absolutely. Okay. My interests change from year to year. Not year to year. No. Okay. Uh, I am diligent. I never give up. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I have been obsessed with a certain idea or project for a short time, but then have later lost interest. Nope. Okay. I have overcome setbacks to conquer an important challenge. Yes. Okay. All right. And so, uh, let's see. So on a scale of one to five, uh, you wavered on one, so you get a 4.79. And you know what's interesting? That's the same thing that I got. Uh, <laughs> the exact same thing that I got. Uh, anybody else can take the test and do an evaluation of themselves at AngelaDuckworth.com. And it's, it's, it's well worth doing. So we, so we come back to why don't people seemingly have grit anymore or why large percentages of people no longer have grit and uh so i went back through all of our research i, I spent i spent a lot of time on on this one uh this week and uh, i've i've come up with a number of reasons and then one big one so i think the reasons people lack grit is because um they're asked to embrace goals that they don't care about uh what's your reaction to that one you know, I'm just well. I'm immediately drawn to thinking about some of just our most recent episodes when we talked about. Uh, it was about two episodes ago. We talked about how to attract, keep, and engage people. Yep. And yep. Uh, it's about having that compelling purpose in your business. And I think absolutely when you've got uh, when you've got to set a goal for somebody, and it's not in their heart, right? They're not, not going to have it. Uh, yeah. So so don't look for grit. Uh, p- some people are unwilling to put in the time. Or the hard work. Uh, I would suggest the reason for that one is because, and this is not an indictment of Gen Zers or Millennials, uh, it's an indictment of the people who raised Millennials and Gen Zers. Uh, They never had to do it. Uh, people never had to be responsible. I mean, I remember the story of my, of my grandmother, one of the people I adore most in my life. And when she was 16 and a half, she got pregnant and, uh, she and my grandfather were told you made a better, your own bed. So now lie in your own bed. And she, she was out of the house. He was out of the house and, uh, he had to drop out of school and get a job in the mine. And she began scrubbing floors and they started with absolutely nothing. Uh, and today we're a nation where 20, 27, 28, and 29-year-olds, I mean, move back into their family home without any sense of embarrassment whatsoever, and they know that mommy and daddy will take care of them. So um, is it a surprise that uh, they're unwilling to put in the hard, uh, in the time or the hard work? No. Distractions, the fear of failure, no reward in sight, letting old habits take over, getting easily bored. They listen to other people who put it down. They don't have the discipline. They, they have this big safety net that we mentioned. They fear judgment, and they fear failure more than the lessons they'll learn along the way. So I guess all of those things get in the way 
of grit. And so, um, so I, I, I don't know what the answer is. Do you, do you think you can learn grit? Oh, I would, I would think so. I'm thinking back to reading, uh, Angela Duckworth's book and, and these keeping these questions, um, in front of us, I know I did it for our family, and, and we've we've gone through the questions ourselves. It's a good reminder, and um, and setting goals and achieving goals and working on discipline; those are all things that I know I'm working to grow in myself on a regular basis. So, yes, I would absolutely, unequivocally say you learn you can learn grit. Um, but I don't know if you intellectually learn grit. Or you situationally learn grit. This was brought home for me a couple of years ago. Uh, we went up to the lodge in northern Michigan uh, over the Christmas break. And on one quiet night, we got invited over to the Miko family home. And it was just the four of us. And uh, we were sitting there. And, and Linda Miko said, as, as the conversation went on, we were enjoying these great uh, uh, hors d'oeuvres and, and a cocktail. And I said, so tell me about your family. And she said, well, we'll start with my son. And... Uh, and so we started chatting about her son, and I said, so I, I know where you lived, and how do you do in high school and stuff? And she said, well, let me cut the story short. She said, he graduated from school. I let him sleep in the next morning as long as he wanted. And then I said to him, you have one week to have a program. I don't care what your program is. If your program is college, university, a trade school, the military, I don't care what it is. But if you think that you're going to be sleeping until noon in this house, ad infinitum, I mean, for a long period of time, isn't going to happen. You have one week to get a program. And she said, in one week, I'll ask you what the program is. And you tell me because the program is not going to be here. So a week later, she said, what's the program? And he said, I'm going in the military. And he's gone on to have this distinguished military career. Uh, but had she just let him sleep until noon and not have a job and not have a program. So Linda is this woman I love. And every time I see her, I mean, I give her a big hug and I say, what's the program? I mean, you know, what's your program? And isn't that something that, that mentors and, and parents, I mean, have to demand of their children? What's the program? And the program isn't here. Yeah. I'm smiling and laughing. Uh, folks can watch because I'm the father of a senior in high school. And, yes. And we spend a lot of time working on making sure the program is in place. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, th I think that's how you learn grit. I think that's how you learn grit situationally. I mean, I, I, I think if you're just allowed to hang around and not have a program and still be living at home when you're 26, 27, or 28, I mean, eating out of the fridge and not contributing, I mean, I, I, I talk about dysfunctional. And, and so I think the way you help people is you help people get a program. And then you also set some timetable. And I mean, I think that's the way that people are going to learn grit. I mean, I, I know in my case, I mean, I had an expectation. I mean, I moved out of, high, of my house uh, the day after high school, I mean, as I recall, and I was going to college. Uh, and uh, and there was nobody else to count on but me. I mean, I had to pay the bills, and I had to pay the tuition, and I had to pay the rent. And uh I can't. I I could never have imagined going to my parents and saying I need some money to tide me over. I mean that would have. Uh, what a what an abject failure I would have been. So, so I think that the way we help other people have grit is by helping other people get the program 
and the program has to be a program where they have individual responsibility and they're responsible for themselves. I don't know. Does that make any sense to you? Absolutely. And I, and I just, if it's okay with you, I'll go through that list that you gave us on yes. why people you think people don't have grit and it serves as an opportunity for people in leadership positions, especially people who are the chief grit officers in their companies to help be sure that they're creating a place where people can learn grit and goals that people care about, uh, that it's established that you've got to have, uh, you've got to be willing to put in the time and the hard work. Uh, you, we're each personally responsible for removing distractions. And I'll tell you what, this thing right here is a massive distraction and we've got mm. to be aware of that. Uh, embrace, can we embrace failure? It's every time I fail, I'm just learning something new Right, is the way I look at it. And uh, as chief grit officers, make sure that the reward is in sight and we're aware of our old habits so that they don't take over. Uh, we can't get easily bored that we've got to listen to others. We don't have the t- uh, we've got to work on our discipline. And uh, so you say safety net also acts as a way to reduce one's level of grit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I, I, I really think it does when we provide too big a safety net for people, uh, they become people without grit. I, I really think that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, the next one you says people fear judgment, which re- reduces their grit level. And, and I love to say feedback is the breakfast of champions. And, uh, sometimes I love it. Feedback comes with a bit of judgment, but I'm always looking for feedback. Uh, and we fear failure more than the lessons learned. And we've got to look at failure as that opportunity to learn something new. So great list. <sighs> Uh, it is a good list. And I think, uh, uh, so, uh, get Angela Duckworth's, uh, book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. Uh, take the test, uh, online. Uh, but I think the most valuable thing for me is I've been thinking about this for a week is as a parent, as a mentor, or whatever your role in somebody else's life is, uh, you're doing them a favor by making certain that they have a program. And uh, a program. program. What's the program? What's the program? I think those. I think those are several of the greatest words I've ever heard strung together. I can just see Linda Becko telling her sons, barging into the bedroom at noon, and that's how long he slept, saying, "What's the program? You got one week to come up with the program, and a week from now, tell me what the program is. I don't care what the program is. I'll support you in whatever the program is, but you got one week to have a program." I think it's a major failing in society today that we don't force people to have a program. So if you're looking for grit, I think that's how it's done. All right, that is. Uh, we're gonna leave folks with that. Get the program. And I'm going to remind uh, people really quickly that Jason Jennings is the author who USA Today calls one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. You can find out how you can how you can arrange to have Jason keynote your next event or leadership conference. Learn about his fees and availability right there on the website, jason-jennings.com. Click the contact button and follow those instructions. Also, be sure to follow us and listen on Spreaker. And I'm going to spell that out for you. It's Spreaker. S as in Sam. P-R-E-A-K-E-R. So it's like speaker with an R in it. Spreaker. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. And you can do that at jason-jennings.com slash 
Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, and don't let your computer or phone uh, try (laughs) to correct the spelling on that because that's exactly what it'll try to do. But that's where you'll find us, jason-jennings.com slash Spreaker. Okay, Jason, you have yourself a great week. Have a great one. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Get a program. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.